skipping breakfasts or skipping meals even. You know, I was under the assumption that, you, you know, you needed to kind of eat regularly, keep that metabolism going. And, and uh, you let me know, hey, it's okay if you skip a meal. That's not actually not such a bad thing. Actually, I kind of enjoy the fast. I, I do the fast on Wednesdays and Saturdays. It takes any uh, any thought out of it. I don't have to worry about, okay, what am I going to eat? How am I going to, you know, I can stay in the office and get some work done. I, I actually kind of enjoy the, the fast days because I don't have to think about how am I going to get a meal in today. Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. In just a moment, you're about to hear a powerful and inspiring conversation between myself and one of our Fit Father program members, Dr. Brian Kincaid. And I love this story because Dr. Brian and I actually met at our very first Fit Father Sedona retreat last year in September of 2022. And at that time, uh, Brian was getting reinvigorated with his routines and getting refocused on the Fit Father lifestyle because like many guys, he has an incredibly busy life. He's an optometrist. He has multiple practice locations in Iowa. He has five kids. And as you're going to find out, he's also in the Army Reserves. So this is a man who doesn't have a lot of time and needed to find a way to just get things in, get some kind of nutrition plan and get the workouts in. And one of the reasons I think this conversation is truly powerful is because Brian shows that you can have just like a basic plan. You know, you don't need to eat a whole bunch of fancy foods. You can have shakes, Ezekiel sandwiches. He gets around three workouts in per week. He does some fasting. He just sticks to some of these core tenets of the program and he's seen some great results. And like many guys, it's not like Dr. Brian is a completed package. He still has more to go, but he's come a really far away and he's finally feeling like he's on track with the kind of man he wants to be knowing that he has his youngest kid is five and Brian's in his fifties. Like he wants to be around when his kid's graduating his youngest child, that he's going to be there in good health. And now he's following the right path. So this is a conversation I think is great for guys who need a realistic approach, who don't have all the time in the world, who have some potential excuses. But if you listen to Brian, you find some inspiration in how he lives his life. The fact that he's getting it in, serving his patients, serving his family and serving himself by investing in his health. I think you're going to find a lot of great inspiration. Without further ado, let's get into today's conversation with Dr. Brian Kincaid. All right, Brian, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project podcast, my friend. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. So to kick this conversation off, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to all the guys who are listening, your name, your age, and where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about work and family. Yeah, I'm Brian Kincaid. I'm 51 from Creston, Iowa. Uh, got a family of five, um, my wife, Megan, and then I've got Five children, two from my first marriage. Uh, so their their adults are out of the house. Um, so they're 26 and 24, both in college. One's in podiatry school, one's in chiropractic school. Um, and then I've got three little ones at home. Megan and I have got uh, five, seven, and nine-year-olds that, that keep us busy here at home. Um, I'm an optometrist. I've uh, got a couple different practices, work outside of or, or inside Walmart, um, independent contractor with them. So I don't work for them, but I'm, I've got my practice inside Walmart. So uh, that keeps me busy. And then I'm also in the Army Reserve, uh, coming up here on almost 27 years of service. That's crazy. Between Air Force and Army, different. You might have mentioned uh, this. You're based out of Iowa, right? I am in Iowa. Yep. 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 Yeah. And for, well, for the Army, I go over to Nebraska. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, this is cool. Like, I'm excited about every podcast. 
I get to do because I get to hear an incredible story about how, you know, a hardworking guy used this program to change his life. This one I'm particularly mm-hmm. excited about because you and I got the chance to meet last year at our very first Fit Father Sedona retreat. Mm-hmm. And I will remember, well, I, was, I think it was particularly one of the first hikes where you and I got to spend a solid couple hours, It's it felt like, together really just getting to talk about life um, and the program. And at that time, you were just really kind of starting out, you know, dipping your toes in the water, getting things like, let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about your experience at the retreat and where you were at kind of starting out. And then we'll get into what you've accomplished since then in the last few months. Yeah. The re- well, actually, the retreat kind of got me back on track. I, I found you probably maybe four or five years ago. Uh, I think it was 2018. I, I can't remember exactly when I joined Fit Father, but um Went through it pretty good for about a month and a half. And then just kind of, uh, I, I honestly can tell you what happened, but I kind of slipped off of it and uh, maintained it for a little while. And, and just, you know, over time, uh, just kind of got back to back to the old habits and got back to where I had been before. Um, and, uh, you know, be, being busy, um, it's always just kind of whatever is convenient. So, you know, just a lot of mornings of grabbing a donut at a convenience store, getting a an energy coffee drink and um, hitting fast food at, at lunchtime. And, and then when I get home, grab whatever I could. So my, my health habits were horrible. Um, I mean, everybody at the office, you know, I, if I didn't get a chance to stop by the convenience store, when I'd go to Walmart, I'd run over to the, to the bakery and grab a couple of donuts over there. And they, you know, they'd see what I eat and they're like, I can't believe you don't weigh 300, 400 pounds. Cause I, I never ate well at all. Um, didn't sleep well at all. I mean, I would, I would, typically go to bed about one o'clock in the morning, one to two in the morning and, and, uh, you know, get up in, the, in time to get the kids to school and all that kind of stuff. So sleep habits were bad. Health was bad or not health, but health, healthy eating was bad. Um, so, um, but I, but I, I continue to follow all the, you know, I get the emails from you guys. So I always like, I got to get back on this. And I just was looking for a, you know, a good opportunity to do it. You know, like, okay, next month I'm going to start back up wasn't ever doing it. And then I've, then I got this thing on the retreat and I was like, okay, this is a good opportunity to me for me to kind of get back on track. Um, so I went ahead and signed up, not knowing a whole lot about it. Um, and, uh, about a month before I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta start doing something cause I can't go in there and, and be the, you know, just be the, the fattest guy there. And, and so I, I, uh, so yeah, I started doing, doing the program, got back in phase one, started all over again. And, uh, I think I dropped about 10, maybe 10 pounds or something before I got there. Maybe not even that much. Um, so I, I think when I started the program back up, I was about 186. Um, and I've never been that heavy. I've, I think the highest I've ever been is probably 192. Um, and I'm just, just about six foot tall. So, you know, not I, probably what you would call skinny fat, you know, that, that's some, uh, some around the midsection, but, um, never had, uh, you know, much muscle on, on my frame or anything like that. Uh, I mean, even growing up, I mean, I was, I was never, you know, never very thick. So, um, uh, you know, just, just got wanted to get out there on that program and, uh, you know, and kind of get back on track. And so since then I've, I've, I'm, I think this morning I was 170, um, uh, you know, been kind of 168, 170, right down around there. Um, I think I'm putting on a little bit of, a little bit of muscle. So I got a ways to go. I mean, I still got a little, a little bit on the midsection, but, um, you know, as like 165 all through high school. So, you know, about uh, back down to there you know, 30 years ago. Um, nice. Yeah. So I got to say, congratulations on the progress so oh, far. Yeah. And like, and, and you did show a picture and if you are, if people are watching or listening to this on mm-hmm. video, 
um, I will be able to put the picture up so they can see that you just, you know, kind of got back from a family cruise. And if it's in my opinion, perspective, you've put on a good amount of muscle, you look fantastic and you've obviously leaned up. So that's got to feel pretty good. It does. Yeah. Um, yeah. My wife notices a difference. Um, you know, I feel better. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think I still got quite a ways to go. It's just, you know, uh, I haven't been doing it for too long. So, you know, really what was a retreat back in September, October, I can't even remember what it was now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it was September. Yeah. yeah. And so I, you know, I've, you know, yeah, I had the, over the holidays, uh, you know, with the cruise there w- that we did, uh, just a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, I, but I'm not too worried. You know, if I, if I have a few days where I don't exactly follow the, the plan, um, you know, I know this is a lifelong thing and, and I know I've got the tools now. I, you know, I can get right back on it. So it's not anything that I'm too worried about. I'm not too worried about slipping back to where, you know, I did years back when I started the program and kind of lost it for a little while. So, so uh, you know, once, once you kind of get in the, the habit and the mindset, so I think I've got a good, a good foundation now. Nice. I want to ask you specifically, I think it's pretty unique with how busy your schedule is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have multiple practices that you're going back and forth between you have all of your kids, all the other things you do. I think there's a lot of guys who probably feel very similarly and may not even be quite as busy as you. So I want to know what has worked for you in terms of like your daily routines and rhythms. Like, what do you eat? When do you eat it? What's your flow of your day to be able to, you know, get, get results, mm-hmm. move forward, have something that's working for you. That's not falling prey to the convenience foods and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you know, we had a talk out there at the retreat and you, you gave me, you know, kind of just the, the fit father plan when you get all of this information thrown at you and there's tons there. I mean, you can put into it as much as you want, or, you know, you try to pick out pieces that kind of work for you. Um, but there's still, you know, it's tailored for everybody. Um, and, and during the retreat talking to you, you know, you're like, it's, it's not such a big deal if you can't do every single workout or you can't follow, you know, follow the plan to a T. Um, and so I, you know, it's kind of had to learn that it's okay to, to kind of modify and, and uh, just do as much as I can. And, you know, get the, you know, if I want to get, if I want to put more muscle on, get more results, lose more weight, I can do that. It's just, you know, you put into it or you get out of it what you put into it. So, um, you know, I'm comfortable where I'm at now and what I'm doing and it's, you know, it's working for me. It may not, um, you know, have, have, have gotten me where I exactly where I want to be yet, but I just, just, you know, continue with it. And so what I, what I do, um, you know, specifically is I, I try to do a, a shake most mornings, um, you know, if I have time, uh, if I don't, um, sometimes I just skip, sometimes I just skip breakfast um, or I'll have a, you know, have a quest bar or something like that. But, um, that's another thing too, skipping, skipping breakfasts or skipping meals, even, you know, I was under the assumption that, you, you know, you needed to kind of eat regularly, keep that metabolism going. And, and uh, you let me know, Hey, it's okay. If you skip a meal, that's not actually not such a bad thing. Actually, I kind of enjoy the fast. I, I do the fast on Wednesdays and Saturdays. It takes any, uh, any thought out of it. I don't have to worry about, okay, what am I going to eat? How am I going to, you know, I'm staying in the office. I can get some work done. I, I actually kind of enjoy the the fast days because I don't have to think about how am I going to get a meal in today? Um, and, uh, and when you feel that hunger too, that's something that you, you get that, you get that feeling in there and you kind of know, Hey, something's working. You know, feel like you get some, get some progress there. So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but normally what I do, I, if I do um, have breakfast, yeah, shake. And then at lunch, um, if I can come home, so one of my offices is not too far from home, so I can come home and I'll have 
you know, there's like a turkey on some Ezekiel bread. I'll throw like a slice of Swiss cheese on there, some baby spinach. Um, and that's, you know, that's about, about it. Uh, drink water throughout the day. Uh, I'm always, uh, always a little behind on my water intake. You can get that up more, but, um, if I'm out, you know, I mean, I, I still, I still go to McDonald's. I still go to Burger King. I go to Subway. You know, I go to those places. I try to, you know, get chicken, get turkey, get, you know, get, uh, cut the fries out. Cut, you know, I don't drink any pop or soda, um, you know, that kind of stuff. I just, it's always water. Um, I have coffee. Um, you know, I've cut out no, no sugar. Um, I still sneak a little bit of cream in there, but, um, and then at night it's usually, um, uh, usually quest, you know, quest bar, uh, uh, that's when I'll, that's usually when I'll have my turkey and, and Ezekiel, uh, uh, Ezekiel bread sandwich. Um, so I, I don't have a lot of variety. Um, you know, I love like some of the recipes on there. If I have time, I'll make you know, the turkey chili. I mean, you got a lot of good stuff on there. I just, I just don't always have time to put it all together. I don't do meal prep. Um, I know that's a big thing, uh, but I, I, I don't do that. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I'm not, I'm not too worried if I, you know, if I grab a, uh, went to the pizza, got some pizza buffet the other day. Um, you know, I don't worry too much about it. You know, like the scale has a couple pounds heavier the next day, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't worry too much about that. Nice. I think it is really, it is refreshing to hear like the different ways that you can get it done. You know, in your case, because you're always on the move and transitioning between different mm-hmm. locations, like knowing you have a shaker fasting as an anchor, the Ezekiel bread sandwich can be for both lunch or for dinner. You have your quest bars and then like, mm-hmm you know, you're, you're relaxed about it to the point where you're weighing yourself regularly. You can have something on occasion, you see how it affects the scale and then you just get back to it. It's about progress over perfection. I'm really hearing that as a, a resounding theme about how you're approaching things. Yeah. And I've learned, you know, to read the, read the labels, try to try to look at the nutrition labels and, and, uh, try to see what I can get away with, what I, what I can't eat, what I shouldn't, you know, what I shouldn't be eating. Some of the stuff I was eating before, it's surprising how much sugar is in there, added sugars and uh, things like that. So it's it's been helpful to to to, you know, um, to know how to read those labels a little bit better. Uh, let's talk about the workouts a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, I, I think to to talk about challenge too. I know when we were in Sedona, like you were getting into exercise, and you also have a history a little bit of you know some shoulder pain on occasion. I think a lot of guys can relate. I know I've mm-hmm. had many years of shoulder pain on and off. Mm-hmm. Like what's it been like exercising? What kind of targets do you aim for? How have things been with the lifting and how's your shoulder doing? Shoulder's good. I mean, I don't, I really don't feel it. I, so I, I don't know if that was, if I tweaked it or something. Um, you know, we kind of worked on it out there a little bit. Uh, good news. Uh, nice. Yeah. Hooking me up to the, hooking me up to the juice there, whatever that machine was, he zapped <laughs> me with, but, um, but the, uh, uh, but yeah, the shoulder hasn't really been bothering me. I don't, I don't alter my workouts or do anything different like that. It's, uh, so nice. I, I don't think I've got any issue there. Um, you know, I didn't ever go get it checked out or anything. It's just, it's, it doesn't bother me anymore. I really don't have any injuries or anything. So Good. I pretty much try to do, do, uh, I think right now I, I just started, uh, the descent. I did this descent for the first time last night. So I, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm in like, uh, phase, phase three, but second month or something. So. Um, you know, yeah. some of the workouts I like better than others, but I, what I try to do is, um, three, just three workouts a week. If I can get three in, um, awesome. But sometimes it's only two. So I, cause I try to do one on Monday morning before I go to work. I'm not going until 10. Um, but some, after I drop the kids off, sometimes I just don't quite have time to get, it, get that Monday morning workout in. But, um, 
like last night, so Thursday is one of my earlier days. I get off work at four, so I, I do a workout after work on on a Thursday, and then I do one on on Saturday. I get off at two, and so I do. I always do a Thursday, Saturday, and then sometimes, uh, most times, I get a Monday one in. But I just kind of rotate. I ne- I don't ever do the hit. Um, I don't ever do any of that. I don't really do anything in between um, time to do, uh, you know, to do any sort of exercise or workout. But I so I just kind of alternate between between the cardio and the and the strength workout. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, every other, every other one on that. Um, and I, I enjoy those, you know, and you, how you said, I try to, um, keep them at an hour, but, um, you know, if they, if the ones, especially the ones in the evening, if they go longer, that's fine. Um, uh, you know, I, I kind of take my time on them, but, um, they, no, they've been working well. I, 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 you know, I feel good after doing those. Uh, I wish I had time to do a little, a little bit more, but here again, you know, and this for the long haul. So it's not like, uh, Right now, I'm not training for anything. I'm not trying to get in in specific shape for some something coming up. Uh, so you know, just do do what I can. And if I miss something, if I like when I went on the vacation, I didn't worry about I didn't worry about diet. I didn't worry about exercise. I did not do. I didn't hit the the gym on the cruise ship. I didn't do. I didn't. I didn't do any of that. So I, you know, I just took the whole time off. And thought when I get back, I was I was actually a little disappointed. I thought I'd maybe gain ten pounds, but I only gained three. Uh, and so. Um, <laughs> You know, I got got those uh, knocked those three pounds right back off within like four days. So uh, you know, it was it was no big deal. So um, yeah, that's good. I mean, a, a couple comments I have. One, it's mm-hmm. it's really good that you have the experience under your belt of going on a trip, being able to like you know, quote unquote, let loose, and then also being able to peel a little bit of weight back. And then two, I think a lesson that comes from your life and how you're approaching things that a lot of guys should take heed of is it's like psychologically we need to have a target of how many times per week we're aiming for working out. And for you, it's three and you often get it, but not always. But like, that's like a guiding metric that's always probably in the back of your mind every week. And you also have dedicated Mm -hmm. days when you slot it in. So if you're a busy Mm -hmm. guy like Brian and you're feeling like you're struggling to find the time, like what is your set number of days? When are you getting it in? And using that as a guiding target, I think it makes a ton of sense. And like, maybe there's a season of your life where there's more workouts if you're training for something particular, but maybe not. But I think three seems like very reasonable and you're clearly producing some results. So that's great. I was going to ask you about how your mindset has changed um, in this process. I mean, you've gone through a couple of these phases of FF30X. Have you noticed any uh, mindset or mental emotional changes um, as you've gone through, you know, the process of, of doing the formalized workouts and the nutrition? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't know that I, I've noticed any, any big changes, but, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel better about, you know, where I'm, where I'm at and what I'm, what am I accomplishing and kind of where the future is, I, you know, um, of course we're all aging, uh, our bodies break down. There's, you know, things that we have, don't have control over. Um, and so that was kind of my overall, you know, my youngest son's five. So, um, you know, when he, when he walks across that stage for high school graduation, I'm going to be a, a month away from hitting Medicare. And, uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm going to be an old dad, but I don't want to be, you know, somebody that needs help, you know, help getting into the, in and out of the, the auditorium there. And, uh, um, you know, I just want to be able to, to, to do things, you know, with my, with my kids, my older kids too, and my wife and all that, you know, and so that's just something where I feel better now, um, you know, that I'm going to be able to, uh, to enjoy things with them and not, uh, not, not be a health burden on them and, uh, and just be able to enjoy, enjoy life. And so that's something that just the direction I was going, I don't know, 
I don't, you know, who knows what would have happened, but, um, you know, I just feel more confident that I'm going to have a healthy lifestyle, um, you know, for longer. Nice. I mean, that's, in my opinion, that's what it's all about. I'm curious, how often do you think about that? I'd call that a big part of your why, a lot of your foundation, you know, being a, being a dad with young kids and wanting to be in the right direction. And now you feel congruent with that. How often do you think about your, you know, that future? Is it a very frequent thing? Is it something you visit on a, on an occasion? Like, where does that sit in your mental, emotional landscape? No, I think, um, I, you know, I don't stress about it. I don't worry about it. It's something that, um, you know, I, I, you know, I've got both my parents still, I've actually had my grandmother just turned 98. Um, wow. so, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've got, uh, and she's doing well. Um, uh, but you know, so I've got, you know, um, family that's getting older. Um, and, uh, you know, it's something that I, uh, you know, I don't, I don't dwell on. I don't think about, I mean, I probably, probably does cross my mind every day, just, you, you know, um, but I don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I, you know, in my practice, um, you know, I doctor, but I, but I do have access to everybody's, you know, they fill out a, you know, their health history. And so I know, you know, kind of what their medicines are, what they're dealing with health wise. We always, I always ask them, um, you know, their overall health. It's not just about the eye health. And I think that might be kind of what you're trying to going to kind of transition into, but, um, but I see, I see so many patients and I'm in a Walmart, not to stereotype people or put them in a, but you know, I, I get patients that come in there that, um, you know, aren't always in the best of health. I'm sure everybody's been into Walmart and seen some, some of the, the people that are, are in there and, and, you know, it, but a lot of people are in bad health. Uh, a lot of people come in there and, and they're not um, in the right spot and, you know, that just makes me think, okay, how did you know, people my age, you know, um, how, how did they end up where they are now? Um, when you're young, you're, you're, you're healthy, you're on lot, lot, not very many medicines. And then all these people transition and they're, they're just not in, in very good shape. And so every time I see that, um, or if I see somebody that does come in, that's in, in, you know, an 80 year old, no medicine, um, they're, they're, they're happy. They're, they're, they're active. They're, they're, they're cognitive ability. They're, they're just doing a really good job in life. And so, you know, you try to say, okay, you want to be like these people. You don't want to be like those people. And, um, and, you know, you just have conversations about, um, you know, how, how, you know, what are you doing? What, uh, you know, how did you get to that spot? And, and those are some things that I, that I keep in mind. I'm like, okay, you know, I, I you've got to, you've got to put some effort into it. You've got to change. You've got to, you've got to do some things that are not so easy and, and put some work into it if you want the results. And so, um, so I, you know, I, I try to, I think I, one of the things I wrote, um, when I filled out the questionnaire for this was, you know, every, every, everything that you eat or drink is either feeding disease or fighting it. You know, so you got to make these decisions every time you're, every time you're eating something, every time you choose to exercise or don't choose to exercise, whatever you're doing. Um, and it all makes a difference down the road. It might be a very small effect. Um, just like with, just like with the eyes, people ask me all the time questions about, you know, about, uh, what's going to happen going forward and everything is, is kind of connected. So there's so much stuff that's tied into the eyes and so much with, with nutrition and health affects the eyes and people really, a lot of times don't realize that, but it, everything's connected. Um, and everything you do does have a, have an effect. Um, so I don't know. I'm probably starting to ramble and, uh, you know, but I, I go, go ahead. Whatever. If you got some other questions, I'm sorry. 
No, that was great. I, I think that's a really powerful perspective of just thinking that our choices are ultimately investments or moving us in one of two directions. <clears throat> and we're kind of like putting little pennies into the piggy bank of health or we're kind of taking them out. Um, I want to ask specifically about eye health. I think many of us, one of the main signs of aging besides skin and hair not looking quite the same or energy levels is the fact that we notice these eyes don't seem to work as well first at night and then mm-hmm. later on just in general. What what are some of the core tenets that people can focus on, whether it's nutritional, if there's any eye exercises or practices uh, that, that we can do to maintain and maybe even if possible, regenerate a little mm-hmm. bit of our vision with age? Mm-hmm. What, what do you counsel people on as some core advice? Well, some things are inevitable. I mean, just eyes wear out like everything else in the body. There's not uh, you know too much you can do about needing reading glasses, needing bifocals. It's presbyopia. Um, you know, the lens inside the eye is going to age. And it's very, um, really very independent of anything else going on. Um, so I, I pretty much can tell what someone's going to need for, for a bifocal power based off of their age. It doesn't matter whether they're nearsighted, farsighted, never needing glasses. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter good health, bad health, diabetic. It, it really doesn't matter. So there's some things that are kind of out of our control. So you can't really do too much to, to, uh, to meet, to, to hold on to that ability to, to see it close. So, you know, so the, the far away is, is going to get you, but, but, um, in your, in your overall prescription, I mean, there, there's not really anything out there that's going to make it. So you don't need glasses anymore. You don't need contacts. Or you don't need LASIK surgery. So those things are, are kind of out of your control, but the eye health, which, you know, the, the eye has a lot of parts and, you know, if some one part of it's not working, you're not going to see very well. And so the, the retina, the nerve, the macula, those things, um, the back of the eye have, have a lot of, um, a lot of dependency on your, your overall health. And so that's where smoking horrible, horrible for the, uh, it accelerates things like cataracts. It accelerates macular degeneration. Um, you know, so, so, Usually what I tell people is if it's good for the body, it's good for the eyes. So, so exercise does help the eyes, uh, nutrition, huge, huge on the eyes and, and things specifically, everybody, um, not everybody, but, but macular degeneration is becoming a much bigger concern, um, as, as the population ages and we learn more about macular degeneration, macular degeneration is becoming, um, you know, a, pr- a pretty big thing. Most people know somebody that has it or they've heard of it. And, um, Dark green leafy vegetables, specifically lutein, is a supplement that helps for for macular degeneration. But that is something that um, you know if you're if you're eating eating well, exercising, protecting your eyes from the sun, uh, you're not smoking. Um, you know th- those are things that are going to be healthy for the eyes. But um, but there's all kinds of things that the eyes can be affected by. So I can look in someone's eyes um, and, and not diagnose things like diabetes, high blood pressure. Um, you know, chronic drug use, uh, high cholesterol. I mean, there's all kinds of things that, that will show up in the eyes. Um, eventually, you know, some of them uh, will, will show up sooner than than others. But but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of health, um, a lot a lot of things tied into your overall health that'll show up in the eyes. Brian, I appreciate you sharing everything that you did about just general eye health and the fact that this healthy lifestyle is ultimately going to be. Um, protective as much as possible for the eyes in terms of the exercise, getting the lutein and stuff like that from the good vegetables. Now, I want to close our conversation today with 
giving you the floor one more time to share any general life advice or wisdom that you feel like has been powerful in your life recently, stuff you share with your kids or, or anything you'd kind of like to leave this conversation with. Sure. Yeah. 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 You know, and with that I stuff and just everything in general, I mean, it's all tied together. So, you know, it's all, everything, everything's related. So, you know, eye health, um, overall health, um, you were asking me earlier how it's affected my just outlook. Um, you know, just being able to see improvements. Um, it's a slow process. It's a, it's the long haul, you know, it's not what's, what's going on just right now. It's what's you know, looking down the, in, in the future, looking at, you know, five years out, 10 years out, 20 years out and, and seeing where you want to be and, and just trying to make little changes and, and not worrying if you slip up or something's not going quite right. Um, you know, just trying to keep, keep kind of even on everything, not get too high, too low. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just all tied together. I know you're, you know, big on the spirituality, uh, mental health, uh, um, physical health, certainly, but, um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was going to just share it, you know, um, I, you know, as I said earlier, I'm in the, been in the army for almost 27 years and that's, uh, um, you know, a stressful thing for a lot of people. And I know there's probably a lot of guys listening, um, and women listening that are, are you know, military background or have family. And we just lost a soldier in our unit um, here just a couple of days ago, committed suicide. Um, and that's a big thing. It, it, the, the suicide rate in the military is much higher than in the civilian population. Um, you know, there's a lot of stresses um, going on. And you know, even my wife right now, she's she's worried about things going on with Russia and she's hearing all this stuff in the news. And, and um, you know, it's just... Um, yeah, it's just something that I would, anybody that's got any, any, um, you know, thoughts of suicide, there's, there's tons of help out there. there. We got all kinds of help in the, in the military, but even civilian side, I mean, if there's anything going on with anybody, um, you know, reach out and get help. Um, you know, I've got a, a background in psychology. That was my undergraduate degree and my wife's in, in counseling. And, um, you know, there's a, a lot of things going on in the world right now. Uh, ever since COVID, it's just been a lot, a lot of stress. Um, and so that's kind of nice with this program to, um, to, you know, when you work out, you feel good. When you eat better, you feel good. Um, so that's, that stuff has helped, but you know, you still have your daily lives and you got to go about it and, um, uh, you, you know, just you know, talk, talk to, talk to anybody you can. If you're, if you're down, don't, don't get too down. If, you know, if things aren't, you're not seeing the results you want, um, you just got to keep working at it. Um, yeah, uh, you know, there's always people out there that love you and care about you and you can, um, you can always find help. Um, so, uh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into everything. It's, um, you know, I just, I've, I've appreciated what this program has, has done for me. Um, and I appreciate what you've, you know, what you've done and your team has done. You know, I, I know anything that I would want to, to, to any specific questions, the help is there. Um, you can, you can, you can get as much out of this program as you want. Um, you know, I, I'm not on the, I'm not on Facebook. I don't, I don't, I'm not part of the Facebook group. I know that's a huge, um, a huge benefit for a lot of people. And I, and I'm sure it's a great program. I just, I just choose not to be on Facebook. Um, so, uh, you know, if, if, yeah, yeah, there's just, I, your, your, your program's awesome. It, it does a lot for you. Um, and you can get out of it, whatever you want to get out of it. If, if you want to, I know if there was more, I could get more out of it. If I want to just kind of kick back and do, um, yeah, 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 
Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, that's, I guess I'll end on that. I uh, appreciate what you guys have done and appreciate the, uh, I appreciate what the program's done. Yeah. Well, Brian, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story and, you know, particularly what you shared at the end. I mean, it, it is a real thing. We live in, we do live in a stressful world and stressful times, maybe even particularly stressful right now with a lot of things that are shifting in our world and a lot of uncertainty. And I mean, the truth is, I see it as we're not in this alone. And that's why I think just the fact that you and I are here mm -hmm. having an open conversation about your life, your experience, you know, some of my perspectives, like this is the nature of good human connection and being able to be vulnerable and to share and for us to know that we're in this together and that we can support one another. And on that note, I appreciate everyone tuning in and listening to this show. And Brian, of course, for you coming on and being courageous to do this and work in the program in the context of your busy life, it means a ton. I'm so grateful that I've gotten a chance to meet you in person. Like that's kind of a rare thing for the brotherhood. And I, I cherish that and it makes me very happy knowing that you're on the trajectory to be very healthy for your family into the future. So Brian, thanks for coming on today and sharing everything you did. I truly appreciate you. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash Fit Father Project to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.